Obama's immigration plans hit a wall today on The World. I'm Marco Werman. A Supreme Court stalemate leaves President Obama's executive actions on immigration in limbo. We'll hear from one undocumented woman who's directly affected. It takes us back to the same kind of fight we have been doing throughout so many years to be recognized as human beings in this country. Also, U.S. lawmakers live streaming a protest from inside the chamber. It happened recently in Turkey, too. And the opposition MP just pulled out her phone and started live streaming and got huge viewership. Plus, what happened when Icelanders were asked to tweet their offerings to Thor? We got hundreds of people tweeting back at us with pictures of their, their defrosting pork chops and, their, <laughs> and shots of whiskey. All in the name of soccer. Those stories today on The World. Thank you for being here. Let's start today with some big news out of Washington. President Barack Obama's efforts to change immigration policy through executive action got a major setback. The U.S. Supreme Court split 4-4 over Obama's attempt to protect up to 5 million illegal immigrants from deportation and make them eligible for work permits. And the tie means the president's actions remain blocked. A frustrated Obama looked ahead to November and the elections. We're going to have to make a decision about whether we are a people who tolerate the hypocrisy of a system where the workers who pick our fruit or make our beds never have the chance to get right with the law or whether we're going to give them a chance, just like our forebears had a chance, to take responsibility and give their kids a better future. We'll get into the nuts and bolts of the Supreme Court's decision in a couple of minutes. But first, I want to get reaction from someone directly affected by the court's decision. Maru Villapando lives in Bellingham, Washington. She's been campaigning to get rights for undocumented immigrants like herself. Well, first, I was not surprised. I expected that that could be a possibility where they could be split and take us back to the lower court, which in reality for us means this is not going to move. In the other hand, I had a little bit of hope that they would do the right thing and would allow for the the fair actions to move ahead. So I was at the same time as I was not surprised, I was really angry. Right. So I, I just tell me a little bit more about your own background. When and how did you come to the U.S.? Well, I came to the U.S. Uh, back in 1992. I used to go back and forth with my visa as a tourist. And then I stayed in 1994 after the implementation of NAFTA and the assassination of the official presidential candidate, Colosio. At that time, I was trying to be involved in politics and I was trying to survive in both the combination of NAFTA and the killing of this uh, presidential candidate made me realize that living in my country was impossible. And that, that's Mexico, so, just to be clear. Right, right. This is in, in Mexico. So I decided to not go back because it was impossible for me. So I've been in the country for over 20 years. And the last time I was able to see my family was precisely 20 years ago. So what would happen if you went back to Mexico? You'd not be able to come back to the U.S.? Well, the most likely scenario is that as I, I was trying to leave the country, I would be placed in detention, regardless of me saying, hey, I'm going back to my country, I would be placed in detention. So Immigration Customs Enforcement can meet their daily quota of 34,000 people detained throughout the nation any given day. And then I would be deported and I wouldn't be allowed to come back for at least 10 years, depending on what the deportation proceeding will be. Now, the Supreme Court uh, tie vote today uh, addressed uh, DAPA, the Deferred Action for Parents of Americans and Lawful Permanent Residents. And you're eligible for DAPA, correct? Because your daughter was born here. 
That's right. My daughter was born in 1997. Uh, she's a U.S. citizen, and uh, me, along with many, many others, could have been protected from uh, deportation proceeding, but uh, that's not the case now. Yeah, so how will this ruling actually affect you and your family? Well, it takes us back to what we have been living for all these years, which for us it means um, we have to know each other's location throughout the day to ensure that we haven't been detained by ICE or, or you know, just contact with the police also for us equalizes deportation proceedings. So we constantly text each other to know where where we are at. Also, it means we cannot travel outside the United States. It means even if uh, somebody in my family gets sick or or somebody dies, which has happened, I can go and um, I need to stay in the country. So I'm pretty much stuck and not able to to travel when when it's necessary. But it really, it takes us back to the same kind of fight we have been doing throughout so many years to be recognized as human beings in this country. Obama today spoke of the hypocrisy of uh, letting the people...